everybody. Welcome back to episode 59 of Talk Fame Podcast with your host, Kylie Montigny. I'm so excited to have on health coach and author, Julia Loggins. Thanks so much for on, Julia. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. So you're a health coach. What made you want to start doing that? Well, you know, I spent my childhood and most of my teens in and out of hospitals. I was dealing with life-threatening illnesses, doctors told me, and my parents that I wouldn't live beyond 17. Um, I had um, asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, autoimmune issues, and I was environmentally sensitive. And um, so I was lucky enough when I was in my teens, I'm a little bit older than you, I was lucky enough to meet a medical doctor who had been mentored by Paul Bragg in the understanding of natural health and healing. So he helped me turn my diet around. And he said, you have to get off all the medications because the medications are killing you. And that was just the beginning of my beginning to save my life. And that led to my own passion to learn about health and wellness and a long study period and a long healing period. Um, and eventually just diving into the understanding that helping others was my path. And that led to my almost 40-year private practice in as a health coach and detoxification specialist. Oh, that's awesome. Like, that's very similar to what my sister went through with we were talking about it before. And, like, yes. like I she, she went through all the thyroid and everything. Like, I, as at a very young age, when she suffered from that, so I hardly remember anything. But yep. I just remember, like, she, like, didn't know what was going, like, doctors didn't know what was going on. Like when she went to a bunch of doctor's appointments, I think it went on for about like two years. Then yes. she went to doctor's appointments and like was being on medications or something. Like she went out for about two years and the doctor said no what was wrong with her. And like she kept eating all these foods and like all these sort of things. And the doctors literally told her that like this is gonna be the rest of your life and like this is something like this is something that's probably gonna be for the rest of your life. And yep. so, like, yep. until, like, maybe 2017, I have no idea. Like, it was around that time, around 2017, when my sister basically stopped, like, with all the doctors and kind of found out on her own. And, like, she realized that she was basically allergic to all the gluten and basically started eating gluten-free. She became, like, a really good coach about it. And, like, wow. very similar to what you're doing. Like, she's very... Like she's like teaching everybody how to kind of help themselves on the thyroid healing. And some yeah. doctors don't even know like what's going on. They don't. They only think that you can all be on medications and that's all right. those things. And that's kind of how I was. Like I really got really sick a couple years ago, and the doctors didn't know what was wrong with me at that time. So I really got through that similar type of path as you both did. So I was like, okay, well, how is doctor supposed to cure me? Like I'm also just kind of leave it up to me and trying to figure out what am I supposed to do and make myself feel better yes if he doesn't want to live my kind of childhood living up in fear and going to doctors every week yep sometimes we have to just take things into our own hands and learn how to get through them ourselves and then look for bright lights along the way and good angels who will have some good information for us absolutely so you are the best-selling author of book woman who loved too much what made you actually want to i was not the author of that that you was were? Robin Norwood wrote that book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you? I know you wrote a book though. Yes, I've written. Um, I just 
wrote my fourth book, which is called Revolutionary Beauty. I wrote that uh, as an homage to Patricia Bragg and all of her teachings. And, and um, it's a combination of, of all of her teachings in the health wellness industry and what I have done with my clients over the last 40 years to um, achieve just optimal health and wellness with natural foods and um, hormone balancing, just like you were talking about. Luckily, I interviewed some really extraordinary medical doctors. So in my life, I've, I've also been lucky enough to meet some very, very special medical doctors. And and then I've worked with people who've had life-threatening illnesses, who've dealt with hormone issues, just like your sister, and help them with the practices that I teach in the book. And all the practices we teach in Revolutionary Beauty are developed so that people can do them right in their own home and they can take their health into their own hands. Oh, I love it. Like, that's like very true. Like, I mean, some doctors can't really control, they don't know like what got happened with you, like your childhood, like you went on, they literally said that you're going to live up to like 17 years old. That's like right. Really change. Like, yeah. some doctors be like, oh, like this make up an excuse saying like, oh, we're going to live past 17, but they don't actually know like what actually going on. They just make up like, say something to make you stop worrying about yourself. That's so, like, right. Doctors, like you might as well do your own research because not everything you read is true. Like a lot of That's things right. are always false. And so it's always probably the best idea to take things in your own hands and research and find people that are very similar to you as well and try to see what is the best thing to, for you to for your health. Exactly. It's why I became a health coach was so that people would have someone to reach out to, to answer their questions, to guide them along. You know, um, I turned 67 on la last Saturday, so 50 years past my original prognosis of early death. So um, what I'm dedicated my life to is to be able to be that guide for people and, um, and to have the tools that can help regenerate and renew anybody. Oh, I love it. And happy belated birthday, by the way. Thank you so much. And so since quarantine started back in 2020, how much do you think has changed in terms of people's mental health since, since the pandemic started? Yeah. Oh, I think the pandemic has been a huge challenge for mental health. For anyone, I think it's been a huge challenge. The isolation, the separation, people not having connection because we thrive on connection. We need connection. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that for people who were struggling before, it probably got, it definitely got a lot worse. Mm -hmm. And then I think even for people that were not struggling before, the isolation has been very, very difficult. Um, I do online classes um, and so that people can meet with me on Zoom and, um, and have the connection that's an ongoing touchstone. So I developed an online course called the Revolutionary Beauty Makeover and Happy Gut Makeover so that people can work with me no matter where in the country they are and we can work on Zoom and maintain that connection and they can have that cheerleader in their corner for saying, you know, you can do it, you can be healthy. I did it, you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Like during, since quarantine started, like people didn't think like this would be on for this long. They didn't think, oh, like this probably gonna be on a couple of weeks. And That's right. Not a big deal, at least like people probably thought like, Oh my God! Just go sit on the couch and watch TV. I'm gonna take it seriously. Just get a little break. 
that's kind yeah. of how I thought a little bit. I yeah. was like, oh, off school. What's better than that? I can yes. take time for myself and just kind of relax and enjoy myself. Then now, like two years later, like now, like I'm thinking to myself, like, is this ever going to be over? And yes. So, like, well, it's wonderful you do your show because that, yeah, and like, you no know, interacts you with the world, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like, once I started this, before I even started this whole thing, like, I was literally, like, like I was basically, like, I was basically upset. Like, once I couldn't, like, since we couldn't, my family, I couldn't, I had no interaction at all. I used to have like Zoom meetings with my family all the time because I couldn't see my family since the COVID and we all wanted to be kind of safe and cautious since my family on my dad's side is much older. So okay. I just wanted to take care of themselves and make sure like they don't get sick and like they don't yeah. want to take it that serious. And that's kind of how everyone kind of took it. Yeah. Like everyone's like, okay, I don't want to get sick because depending on your health and everyone's health, like you don't want to get sick and what with the symptoms of COVID, like they don't know what, how much it's gonna hit them bad, especially like these every, every time someone has COVID is different for everybody. And That's I right. got COVID last August and it didn't hit me that hard, but my, it hit my dad hard. Mm. And so like, it's like different for everybody. Since yes. I was like, oh, the first two days were kind of rough and kind of the first couple of days and after a while, you're just like, okay, well, I'm gonna start moving around this. This is the most bad things to move around. Like try to make sure you wear a mask and yes. kind of take uh, turns into your own hands and make sure you're healthy and safe. Yep. And so um, do you have anyone that you looked up to as a health coach or as an author? Oh, definitely. I mean, um, my partner, Patricia Bragg, who's 92, almost 93. She's definitely one of my mentors and one of the people I look up to. She um, has been her passion for the mission of health and wellness for everyone has been her just her lifelong passion and um, all the contributors to revolutionary beauty are women that I look up to the medical doctors Julia Hunter and Lee Keneally these are extraordinary women who dedicated their lives to integrative health and bringing the message that we're talking about to everyone you know giving people tools that they can do at home so that they feel in charge of their own life. Patricia says we are the captain of our own ship. So yeah, we are. Yeah, for sure. And like, it sounds like, like, I'm so, like, I just love, like, even though she's like, did you say she was 93, you said? Yes. And like, that's amazing that she's still doing that. Like, yeah, at 93 years old, it's like, it's amazing that she's still going and make sure she's helping others. Like that's a lot, not a lot, not a lot of people are doing that nowadays. Like, that's not right. a lot of people are working if they're even live up to in their 90s. Not a lot of people are working in their 90s. That's right. Yeah, I just love that. Yeah, I love that too. And so, like, what is some advice for a younger generation to like be like a health coach one day? Well, you know, I I think that the best thing that you can do if you're interested in becoming a health coach is to work on your own health, you know, to just reach out to guides that are available to teach you, take as many online courses as you can, read as many books, um, and meet people, work with people, and be honest about what's happening in your own health. I'm always a student as well as a teacher, mm -hmm. so I'm always asking questions. I'm always, you know, looking for things. Um, and I think that 
it's a humbling profession because we learn something in five years and we change our minds. So I think the willingness to always grow and to be, to say that we've learned something new that, you know, might mean that we're teaching something different than we were a few years ago. I think that's, we're ever evolving and I think never to be stuck in one place, but I love the young people that I work with and mentor. And, um, you know, it's, that's why people like me do what we do is to speak with young people and help, you know, that's our job is to help everyone elevate their health and wellness. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, like especially during COVID-19, like everyone's health is taking like a toll about mostly anxiety and depression. Like they don't, yes. don't you're not usually adjusted being home 24 seven. They can't travel. Like they can yes. do things they're used to doing and you, and especially teenagers or young adults yes. who have a hard time interacting face to face, and the only things they can do is um basically FaceTime message or doing yes. new call like we're doing. So it was very difficult for more, everyone's mental health, especially mine, like we talked about before. Because my mental health got really bad back in 2020, a couple months after the pandemic started. So yes. it really took a toll on everyone. Like if you like. For a career thing, like my career basically changes every five months, at least. Like a couple months ago, I wanted to be like a politician. Like last last year, like I wanted to be like a politician. Now this year, I'm like, okay, I think I want to be a journalist. Like, oh, uh, uh-huh. it really changes like every couple months. And so, like, I like the things that I do is like, okay, I'm gonna start working on this. Say, like, writing a book. And then a couple months later, I'm like, okay, well, I don't think I'm going to write this anymore. And like, this is, like, I cannot, I mean, I'm very kind of, what's to work for it? I'm a lazy type of person. I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to work on this anymore. I'm too lazy to work on this anymore. Well, I don't know that, I wouldn't say that that's lazy. I would just say that you're young and you're experimenting to see what lights your fire. And so it's not lazy when you're still learning where you belong and who you are. I would give yourself a lot more room than that. And instead of lazy, let's just use the word experimental mm-hmm. and that you're curious and you're just interested to see what lands for you and what sticks. So just trust that if something hasn't stuck, it's not the right thing. You're not lazy. Yeah, it depends. Like some things I'm like, okay, I want to experience this. I kind of want to see like what they, like what like the same actress does. I kind of want to see like what the experience is because I love to try out everything. Like, I love to do everything and everything. Like, I'm like, okay. When I see someone do that, I'm like, okay, I want to do that too. Or whatever. I just, I like to do everything. I'm always like, get myself busy. So whenever I'm not busy, I'm just doing nothing. I'm like, okay, well, what am I supposed to do now? I always have to keep myself busy because I'm always bored. And I always have to run around somewhere. Even it's outside or just working. And I'm always like, okay, well, this is something I got to do to keep myself kind of occupied. That's kind of how something change for our quarantine is like especially like the beginning of quarantine everyone is just basically trying to figure out what they're supposed to do and like what how like to keep themselves like kind of occupied especially people with young children like they had to keep themselves kind of figure out projects to do at home since we kind of go to baseball fields and like or whatever it is that you can go to any public situation so they always like, oh, where are we supposed to help our kids? We want to keep our kids 
running around and like and all that stuff and like I literally didn't know what to do and so I was like when I walked my fun every single day I was like why not it's like I the weather's nice like why not just go for a walk and just kind of get my mind that like set my mind free and just kind of do something just do something I literally went on a walk every single day Good for yeah. you. That's when going for a walk every single day, getting outside, getting into nature. It's a wonderful thing to do for your mental health. Mm -hmm, for sure. So the final question for the interview is back when you were married to singer-songwriter Kenny Loggins is when physical beauty was kind of everything around that time. Yeah. How much did that kind of impact you at that time and just to this kind of new life outside? Yeah, well, it, you know, I write about that in Revolutionary Beauty. I write about the experience of um, being in the spotlight. Um, I had been a model before, so I had, you know, I, I'd experienced what it was like to be around people who were focusing on physical beauty, something very, very different for me. Um, and it was interesting because I thought I had worked through a lot of those issues of insecurity and comparing myself. But then all of a sudden I'm married to a pop star and I'm in the spotlight and I discovered, you know, how many more insecurities that I had. So it was an incredible opportunity to really work on myself and to heal those places in myself that I didn't feel good enough. And it really was the beginning of my wanting to write Revolutionary Beauty. It, the seeds of it started there because I wanted to write a book that redefined beauty in America as something that every woman defines for herself and owns. And that's something that is not defined by society or by our conditioning or by what we're taught to believe, but something that we we own because we build it from our own sense of self-love and self-worth and our own radiant health. And I talk about that really simply in the book about how we can do that because it was my own personal opportunity and my own personal challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Like that's like the personal thing about being in spotlight is that everyone's basically watching your every move and basically like everything you do is kind of is paying back at you whatever you do. And yes, so that's definitely. like the worst thing is about being in the entertainment industry from my experience and why I talk to other people is that you basically for women, you basically have to be this person everyone wants you to be. And so you like they judge you for how you look or what your body looks like or for like who who you are. Yes. And that's like the hardest part about being a woman, especially right. is that you or if you judge and if you feel insecure about how what you how you look. And it's, it was much kind of more worse back then, like back in like your generation. And so like I started things I kind of look back on. I was like, why do men really do this? Like women are beautiful no matter what they look like, no matter how big their mm -hmm. body is, or no matter what they like personally, they're beautiful no matter what. And yeah, so that's kind of like sometimes I look at things and someone posts something about it, I'm like, what the heck is wrong with our generation? I'm like, what? <laughs> well, I think you know, men are men were also men are still unfortunately still conditioned mm -hmm. and still taught just by the society yeah. that um, that 
that they're that a lot of their worth is measured in the physical appearance of the woman that they're with. Yeah. And yes, that was very true for older generations. I still think it's very prevalent in our society. So I think that it's something that um, men basically have to work with themselves. And I think that they're also dealing with it in ways that they may not be completely aware. Yeah. Um, I think that, so I think it's a really wonderful subject to talk about because I think it's good for women to talk about. It's great for men to talk about without any blame, just to allow everybody to feel safe, to put out what their, what their feelings are and what they were taught that they may not become aware of because once we become aware of it then we can change it 100 i couldn't agree more so i just uh -huh. want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast thank it's you such, so much for having such, me of course it was such an amazing time talking to you you're amazing i it's love what you do keep going at it and yeah, thank you kylie and thanks so much for coming on uh julia thanks so much. thank you so much we will definitely speak soon for sure Mm, thank you. You have a good day. You too.